when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. Back when I was a little kid, my father was very nurturing of my deep desire to play music. He invested in a cheap acoustic guitar. Actually, it was a hand-me-down from my sister and got me guitar lessons from a drill sergeant at West Point Military Academy. I kid you not. Now, keep in mind that I wanted to be Paul McCartney. I had no idea he was the bass player for the Beatles. But I wanted an electric guitar and an amp so I could rock out. My dad said, once you get good enough, I'll buy you one. So I worked hard and got better. In order to prove it, my dad would drag me out at dinner parties and make me play a song or two for his guests. Very embarrassing for a 10-year-old. Especially since he wanted me to learn and play songs that he and his guests would like. I Want to Hold Your Hand was not going to cut it. One of the songs he made me learn was called L-O-V-E by Nat King Cole. At 10, I love my parents, my brother, my sister, even my dog, but I have no idea what the lyrics meant at that time. Yet, I crooned and crooned until my dad and his guests said, that kid's pretty good, and I achieved my goal. I got a Fender Jaguar that my dad had refinished at the Fender factory in California. It was kind of like the Red Ryder BB gun from A Christmas Story of electric guitars, and I started to rock. So at this point, you're probably asking yourself, so what does this have to do with marketing and sales? Well, it's about L-O-V-E. Now, you may or may not agree with this statement or this concept. Marketing and advertising are different. Advertising is about creating brand awareness. Marketing is about human interaction, behavior, and relationships. The problem businesses can run into when trying to boost sales is that they conflate the two as one. Advertising will get attention because it focuses on creating brand and company awareness. Marketing does the same with the added benefit of connecting prospects with salespeople who will nurture them through the buying process. Agencies will offer a mix of content marketing, blogs, videos, infographics, and more with SEO, search engine optimization, and SEM, search engine marketing that bleeds into Facebook, Instagram, Google, and LinkedIn advertising. What they focus on is website traffic and are very successful at it. That leads to a lot of tire kickers, looky-loos, and price shoppers. And that's not what B2B businesses need. 
Another issue is there's a huge difference between selling to consumers and business to business. Consumers are focused on price, value, convenience, and immediate needs. Business to business buyers are focused on consistency, accuracy, return on investment, and long-term strategy in relationships. Consumers are fickle and can change brands and needs at the drop of a dime. Business to business customers tend to make decisions and changes much slower and deliberately. I've worked in both consumer and B2B business marketing and advertising. I've found that consumer advertising can have a quicker short-term gain but must be consistently fed a stream of new leads and customers. Business to business is more of a long game. It takes time to nurture relationships, but requires a smaller yet targeted group of prospects to flow through your process. With consumer advertising, you can always count on one to 2% lead to buyer ratio, but you need more of them to keep the engine running, paying for the advertising to keep a steady flow of new business to make up for attrition. This often needs hundreds or thousands of customers to maintain stability or grow. In the B2B space, you only need 10 to 100 in general to fill the need for growth and attrition. That means you can have your sales team invest in more personalized service and support to nature long-term and more profitable relationships. So what does B2B business need to do that consumer business can usually skip? L-O-V-E. If you are a fan of my content, by now you know I love acronyms, and this is no exception. The L-O-V-E I'm talking about here today is showing interest, patience, and consistency in getting to know your clients or prospects and their level of desire to solve their business problems, either today or in the future. So L is for listen. God gave us two ears and one mouth to listen twice as much as we speak. I think even an atheist can agree with that anatomy lesson. In B2B sales, the more questions you can ask, the more insight you have into a client's past problems and current needs. The key is to ask very targeted questions and just listen to the answers. They'll share nuggets of information that can help you understand how you and your business can provide the solutions they are looking for. O is for observe. Next, use your eyes and perception to find deeper understanding of the words your customers and prospects are speaking. Learn to watch facial expressions and body language to get clues about how they feel when you ask those questions. The same goes for when they're answering. Observe how they tend to open or close their posture throughout the conversations. V is for validate. Now is the time to dig deeper, ask questions, and validate perceptions.
We may think we understand, but you have to confirm that you do. After you've gained some of the above insight, try to ask questions that help you better understand the temperature of the desire to solve their problem. Is it a hot button or just fact-finding? Either way, that can help you gather a plan for what your next step should be. And E stands for evolve. Learn to rethink the hows and whys of what your customer or prospect perceives as their needs, motivation, and interest. Now is the time to be patient, follow their lead, give them the time to get to know, like, and trust you. Provide them with additional information or just be patient and stay in touch. Ultimately, you have to evolve your thinking and tactics to guide them through the buyer's journey. Give them space and time. It may be weeks, months, or years, but it's up to you to change and grow your communications with them. So let me leave you with this. Learning to listen, observe, validate, and evolve will help you nurture the business relationship much more productively and profitably in the long run. Now, go and show your customers and prospects some love. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. Bacon.